Hello and welcome back to the ECA Belfast podcast and today I'm joined by the lovely Christina McCormick. Hey. How are you Christina? I'm good, how are you? I'm good, I'm good, living the dream, Love living it. the dream. You look nervous as fuck. I am, I always get nervous at the start of these Is this things. your first video podcast? First video one. But you've done fifth, ones before. Fifth podcast. You are in high demand. I know, tell me about it, <laughs> tell me about it. Just slagging the fitness industry. Yeah, just slobbering about <laughs> <It's> everybody. <crazy. laughs> so Christina, before we get into slagging the fitness industry, yes. tell me a wee bit about how you got started, because you've done the course how long ago now? Um, Just two years ago. Fuck so off, seriously? Like longer, I Jesus swear Christ, to God. right? I, <laughs> I was going to say four. I know, no, two years ago. Oh, okay. Yeah, so what did you want to know? It's <laughs> a great start. So how did you get started? What made you get started what in the fitness industry? Because um, we used to have these conversations yes. when we were on the course. Loads of things. I've told my story about how I got started 500 million times. Um, but essentially, I worked in corporate. Like, yeah. I have a very academic background. Worked in corporate. Was never happy. Was always just chasing money, pay rises, um, promotions and was just never fulfilled wanted I think to be a personal trainer or like the idea first came to my head when I was maybe like 20 um fuck right okay yeah. that early on yeah okay I didn't whenever know that. I first got into training so I first started working with a PT whenever I was around 19 or 20 okay. and I just never pursued it because I didn't take it seriously as a career thinking about this right, today. okay um didn't take it seriously as a career so never pursued it just continued to climb the life out of the corporate ladder and then i met my now partner he is pt and i was just watching him shout live. out the car shout out the car um was just watching him live this life that i wanted um, not, not actually. It looks like you're not working. You're home all the time, and yeah, like, yeah, like he was just people like he was so fulfilled. <laughs> and I was like, I want that for me. Like this has to be. There has to be more to life than what I'm doing. Like just yeah. waking up, working, training, sleeping, repeating. Um. So I reached out to Lenny, and that's really how I fell into it over a period of around seven years <laughs> <laughs> it just took seven years there's anyone listening years. that it's like oh i don't know if i'm gonna do it sorry yeah no. but to be fair i'm so glad it happened i i'm so glad it happened the way it did yeah, and i didn't yeah. get into it until i did because it's really hard and i wouldn't have survived it at 20. I don't okay it's interesting what makes you think of that so Business, running a business is really fucking hard. <laughs> it's so difficult, but really rewarding. Yeah. And I think when you're as young as 20, or even before that, no, personally, whenever I was that young, I didn't care about running a business. Yeah, yeah. I didn't care about my career. I didn't care about, I just wanted money to go drinking at the weekend, really. So I wasn't going to be as invested yeah. as I am now that's how I kind of look back on it and also my head was fried when I was about 20 so I think I would have been a shit <laughs> PT and just like transfer my issues onto yeah. all of these clients yeah is what yeah. I think 
that's not to say like people can't become a PT You're when like, they're younger. Uh, just hold up. <laughs> hold a second there because, you know, I have fucking money to make, Christina. <laughs> no, because <laughs> no, like I started when I was 19. Yes. And I like I completely agree with you because <laughs> had you give me the academy and stuff when I was 19, we'd be bankrupt. This yeah. podcast wouldn't be happening. And 100%. I'd be fucking living in Mexico or something because Lenny would want to kill me. But <laughs> yeah. Yeah, like I think there is a level of maturity that comes to running a business because you mm. obviously learned that in the last year you're open yeah well, well year you're coaching working for yourself but the facility's been open the how long facility's been open since march march yeah so you've obviously been through a couple of different stages now of like yeah. going from newly qualified pt doing really fucking well as a pt to now doing really well as a gym owner and having yeah. your own facility so before we get into that though what over the duration of the course, because I remember speaking to you and you were like, oh, I don't know, I just want to PT, coach people. Like, what changed for you during the course for you to be like, I know exactly who I want to coach and what I want to do and the mark I want to leave on the industry? Mm, that's a good question. Um, so... You think I've done this before, <laughs> <wouldn't> you? <laughs> so, I, whenever I started the course, I wasn't actually sure if I wanted to do anything with it. Yeah. Yeah. So I started the course and was just kind of thinking, if nothing, I will just learn something more about something that I like. When I started mm. training, I was like, and, and training here, I was like, fuck, I could be good at this. I think, <laughs> I think I could do well here. So it really massively changed when I started coaching and I yeah. realized the impact that I could have, hmm. that it yeah. would almost be selfish if I didn't pursue it and pursue it vigorously. <laughs> yeah, which you do. Like, yeah. I, like I absolutely applaud you for for your work ethic and the way you do things. Thank you. But you, you are like you obviously just coach females. So yes. in that, you knew what you wanted to do. But what made you go? I need to just coach females, coach them in this way and do this thing for them. Yeah. And like do it the way that you are doing it. Like where did that come from? I always wanted to coach females. Okay. So there was never any doubt in my mind. I am a woman. I like women. I think they're really, really interesting. And it was what I always wanted to do. I don't yeah. coach men because I'm not one essentially mm. i can't empathize with you and what you go through but i feel like women are so let down in the fitness industry and i was like i can change that and i think it essentially was me appealing to what my younger self needed and that was yeah. the person who i wanted to help yeah. not men because there's plenty of men out there who can help other men yeah and i yeah. felt like women need someone in the fitness industry who is not going to give them an eating disorder essentially just already plenty of that yeah sorry yeah, <laughs> yeah. i'm straight there i'm straight down that we're right straight already. into the fucking good straight stuff yeah, yeah no i mean you're you're completely right because it's class to see more female coaches coming out and just going you know what i'm going to fix the problem yeah. that let's be serious a lot of males fucking created for females in the industry um but it's it's just so interesting like your approach to it because yeah. like knowing you like you're 
quite soft spoken and you know people would be like oh it's just Christina but then when you start talking about that it's like I know I got really angry 180 personality <laughs> and I'm like fucking stay away from her like she will she okay? eat you <laughs> like, yeah. like where does that come from like that passion like because obviously it comes it comes from experience but what sparked that passion for you to go fuck it I'm just I'm gonna fix it I'm gonna I'm gonna be the one that fixes this I think it was because I've been so let down personally mm. by so many men in the fitness industry. Um, but I've worked with so many male coaches. Some have been great. Some have been not so great. Yeah. And I've witnessed it firsthand. But then I think from becoming a coach, I'm more in tune with it. I'm more mm. aware of it. And I see it all the time. I'm like, what the fuck? Like, how do you not realize that you hold people's lives in your hands? Like, you yeah. are supposed to be health. Like, you're supposed to be helping people. Yeah. How are you not aware that this is hurting people? Yeah. And I think yeah. that's where it stands from, that I'm like, these are women. This is not something, especially because women are so emotive. I'm like, this is something Fuck that... I know. <laughs> This is something that stays there. Do you know what I mean? It's yeah. not something that, it's not something that leaves. It's not something yeah. that, like it takes years of reprogramming. Yeah. To yeah. move away from that. And I'm like, if if someone comes into the gym and I'm their first, the first gym they've came to, I'm like, great. This is yeah, so no good. Bad, no bad habits. Yeah, yeah like yeah. I know I don't have to do a lot of work here mm. to help you overcome all of this previous trauma yeah. from other PTs <laughs> yeah because if somebody comes in like I see that too even with students and stuff like they come in and it's I have to undo all the shit but it brings them to like a really That's basic it. shit level and then I'm like yeah. right now I have to do more work whereas if somebody just comes in they're like I have no clue like class yeah. it's going to teach you all the good shit now yeah and that's what I meant earlier whenever I was talking about me at the point whenever I was 20 if I had been a PT when I was 20 I was like fully in my phase of eating disorder and I, I was obsessed with this is how to look and this is what you should do and I would have just transferred that onto people and I feel like that yeah. happens with the industry so much that people have not done enough work on themselves and they mm. then transfer the issues that they have onto everyone else. It's interesting you say that because like you're, you are obviously so open about your past and all the things that have happened to you to get you where you are. Yeah. But go like, you know, twenty year old Christina to Christina and I, what was the turning point for you in um, in going, right, you know what, it's not about how you look, it's it's not about any of that. It's about all of this other stuff that you're now starting to really, really go deep on and help other females with. Where was the turning point for you? It's been a fucking process. <laughs> <laughs> it's and always I'm, a process. It's a process and I'm still I'm still doing it. I'm yeah. like, I think I, can't, I honestly can't even pinpoint the turning point because it's been so gradual over so many years. Yeah. And just maybe finding a different way and leaning into different mm. things and different people. Um, for me, if you met me, and I say this to Carl all the time, I'm like, if you met me when I was 25, it's a very different person yeah, than me yeah. now. Self-obsessed, validation-seeking, like 
miserable but posting a selfie on Instagram so that a couple of boys like it and I feel better about myself for 10 minutes. Yeah, yeah. And that's where I was at then, but it's taken so long to get to here, mm. but it continues. Like, oh, it does yeah. not stop. I actually said um, last week, I almost feel like life was easier whenever I was really not self-aware. Yeah, because like, there's, there's no problems. Ignorantly, like, had no idea what was going on. <laughs> and now I am like, oh, I behave like that yeah. because of this. And this is something that I need to work on. And it just... Yeah, I was actually thinking about that the other day too. It was like, fuck me, it was a simpler time when I was working in Tesco and was just an arsehole. Wasn't it? Yeah. Like, and you didn't care? And you like, I just went and solved my problems with a bottle of drink. Like, I know. There was no problem then, Monday. That I was like, fixes oh. it. Like, <laughs> fixes that's all good. Um... Do you know what? Now that we're actually saying that, I think the turning point for me was I really struggled, went through a period of struggling with my mental health. Mm. Like it was incredibly low. Um, and I needed a lot of help to overcome it. And I think that is what kind of changed things for me. Yeah. That I just felt like I don't want to feel like this anymore. And it was a combination of a lot of things how I had felt my whole time growing up. Like yeah. the pressures of all of that, things that I had learned through the fitness industry, but then just my relationship with myself yeah. was yeah. so poor that then I just thought, no, nah, I need to do something because I don't want to feel like this. Yeah. And that was when it all kind of changed for me. And I suppose that's what drives my passion in that I know how I felt and it's being horrible and I don't want anyone else to feel like that. Yeah, yeah, it's, it's not... You're, you're putting on yourself to help other females not not get to that point. Yeah. Yeah, which you're doing a fucking great job of. Like, I see that firsthand, you know what I mean? Um, I should talk to you more often. <laughs> this is like a wee ego base here. <laughs> here, Tom, you might need to cut a hole in that wall to get Christina out of here. But, yeah, because, like, you know, there isn't enough female facilities doing that. You know, there's there's a handful probably in Ireland that are actually focusing on the the healthier aspects of training, especially for females. Yeah. In Belfast, I don't know many. I'm not going to start a fucking shit show here. Like, but, yeah. like, you know, there's there's not a lot of female facilities that have female coaches. That's a fucking big one. Because I know you're like, fucking, <laughs> don't get me started I on that. like a, a female-only facility, but no female coach. I know, because I remember yeah. walking into your facility a couple of weeks ago. <laughs> Fucking, I was in to watch the sessions. And all the girls are like, who the fuck is this? I thought I was going to get fucking rattled. I, I thought there was going to be a barbell through me or something. I, I just sat in the corner with a coffee like, oh, Jesus Christ, don't look up. Don't look up. You I were know. just like, no, he's all right. He's alert in here. He's okay. <laughs> fuck. I know. Um, and I suppose it's kind of weird. I was thinking about this earlier too because there were like these feminist um things coming up on my like sponsored like sponsored ad right okay feminist sponsored ad of feminist wall art coming up on my um instagram i was like god it's so weird that i am now in this position like someone's asked me before why do you hate men and i'm like let's just <laughs> clarify like but you don't hate men i don't hate Some, men maybe but <laughs> yeah i mean i might strongly dislike a couple but who doesn't um, yeah like why do you hate male pts i don't by any means my partner is a male pt yeah. again you have just a male fucking coach as well like you know yeah Kyle, uh, yeah like, like i i work with a male pt but i don't by any means, I think I just 
um, lean into the problems that personal trainers yeah. create, a lot of which are male because it's a male dominated industry. Well, yeah, it is. But, you know, I always tell people and you, you kind of got this like with being polarizing with marketing mm. and everyone has to have a message, you know, like, fuck me, we've got done for nearly get done for saying burn your PT shirts and shit, you know, because we like <laughs> we people, the PT academies hate us, but yeah. it's just because we're so honest and you're honest about that problem. So you're polarizing things. So, you know, that image is going to be there, but it's good that you've clarified that you don't yeah, actually hit all men. I don't actually I quite like men. Like yeah. there are a lot of great men in my life, but the industry is dominated by a lot of cowboys, shall we say? I agree. Mm. I agree. There's just some people trying to undo that work I now. Know. <laughs> and it's hard. It yeah. is really hard. I was actually thinking about this earlier again, just with the podcast coming on. I was like, I wonder what we're going to talk about. And I was thinking about the fitness industry. I was like, it gets such a bad rap. Like, oh, yeah, it does. Because for good reason. Oh, yeah. Yeah, like, absolutely. When I was thinking about it, I'm like, hi, is it any wonder? Like to say that your job as a PD is not taken seriously. Yeah. Because I feel like it's used and abused by a lot of people that it's almost not taken seriously as a job. Yeah, because it's so easy to get into. Like you fucking buy a cert on Groupon for 20 quid yeah. and then take a bit of fucking test and you're a PT. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like it's not, which is the problem, but it's because it's a young industry as well. You know, I, I had this conversation with Lenny and stuff as well. And, like you look at engineering or medicine or, you know, things like that. Like they've been around for how long? Thousands of years, you know, coaching and PTN has been like 30. So it's just been, there's no yeah. fucking, nobody policing the industry. Now it's good because there are good coaches policing it. Yeah. It's like self-policed where it's like, yeah. It? yeah, it's like, don't go near that fucking rocket. I know. And like, you, you'll know this because all the good coaches know each other. Yeah. Especially in Belfast. Like all of the good coaches, <laughs> yeah. But like even the ones you know, we work with, the yeah. ones that I know, and like you all know each other and support each other. And then it's all the ones that are cowboys that are like, ah, oh, dickheads, blah blah blah. And yeah. it's like, it's any wonder you're not doing well because you know. just won't speak to anyone. I know. I have actually a couple of things on that. What <laughs> I was thinking about earlier was, is it any wonder PTs are not taken seriously in the industry when they're out taking drugs at the weekend with their clients? I'm like, yeah. come on, like you're in the industry of health. What yeah. are we at here? Like, how do you expect to show up on Monday morning and your client take you seriously whenever, like what? Like, because yeah. it's health as a whole and you have to be looking at how those things like impact physical and mental health. Yeah. Yeah. There has to be a holistic approach from coaches. That's my biggest pet peeve at the minute. I think I'm like, yeah. it doesn't make sense to me. Because you have to be in this job. Well, I think how I see the job is maybe different. That I always say, I'm in the business of health. That's that's what I do. I want to well, make yeah, people's physical yeah. and mental health better. But you also have to look after your own. And you have to be yeah. you have to be living it. You have to be promoting it outside of your job. Yeah, like there's a lot of like a lot of people I speak to, obviously, you know, like on calls and stuff yeah. before they come on to the course. And I just know speaking to him, I'm like, you don't have your shit together yet. I'm like, yeah, you, 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 you have cannot to have do your this. Because we were talking about that about work life balance and stuff, yeah. and how do you deal with 
people bombarding you with text messages like it's non-stop like yeah. my, i know my watch is vibrating like fuck right now because my phone just hasn't stopped but like if your shit isn't together you're not going to be able to cope with that and if you can't cope with that you're not going to be able to cope with your clients stuff because yeah. you're almost like a fucking therapist as well i totally agree like you have to you have to have your shit together you have to be working on yourself you have to be bringing the best version of yourself because you're trusted to like your clients are looking up to you so you have to at least work on yourself to be able to work toward getting your shit together yeah yeah so that you can look after someone else because you can't look after and help other people if you're not looking after yourself yeah if your bodies your batteries are empty and you're expected to help fucking recharge other people yeah. like it's not doesn't really work like that but 100 percent. yeah i completely agree completely agree so you have obviously went as i was saying newly qualified pt completely blew up just being so fucking busy with like small groups and online and stuff and then within what like a year and a half a year opened your own facility and it just blew up again like how have you managed to cope with all of those transitions like what has been what's been the processes for you to to go fuck right i'm not just gonna have a meltdown here and even though there's probably been a few there has <laughs> but, been definitely a few but like um, how did you because there probably there, i know there'll be a lot of females watching this that are potentially thinking about coaching or are coaching that are maybe stuck what did you do straight off the course that, that just got you so busy like just had females fucking flocking to you go fuck i want to work with you um well i think that when i look like it's obviously been a short period of time and a lot has happened which is amazing but it didn't feel like it at the time so when yeah. i qualified so pre before qualifying i had a conversation with carl and he had said you need to start getting yourself out there mm. so i had already started making moves before i qualified i had started putting out content yeah i'm pushing myself out of my comfort zone so i think one thing with a lot of people in the industry is you're worried about other people's opinions of you yeah. and i started to break that down quite early on but also because of the previous work i kind of done on myself i started to move toward i don't give a fuck about that yeah i did give a lot of fucks oh, you do, at the time but, but you're like fuck it <laughs> now i'm like i actually don't but yeah i knew that i started i wanted to start making myself uncomfortable with mm. it because i was like this is what i want to do and this is what I have to do to succeed yeah. in this industry. So I kind of, from that point, while I was on the course, started pushing things. And to be honest, I'm really consistent. Like it's one thing about me that's a really yeah. positive trait, I would say. I never used to be. Like I never would have stuck at anything whenever I was younger. I was in and out of different sports things, but now, I'm so consistent with what I do. Yeah, yeah, And absolutely. that's the big thing. So it's not essentially that things blew up. I've been so consistent and I've been rewarded for being consistent. Yeah. Is what I feel like has happened. So when I came out of the course, like every other new qualified PT, I thought that I was going to have an influx of people who wanted to train with me and it just doesn't work <laughs> it doesn't. like that. Yeah, it doesn't. And you're like, why can I not get clients? Like, what is yeah. going on? But you have to just 
push it. Like, keep grinding. Don't stop. Keep putting your shit out there. Yeah. And consi- your consistency will be rewarded if you put in the reps. Yeah. And just keep putting the reps. And that's what I did. And then I was just kind of trying to suss out what I wanted to do. And then I had my own small group thing in another gym, which started to do really well yeah. again over a period of time through putting all of the work yeah. in. Yeah. Um, and I was still working in my full-time job. So it was really, really, really difficult, but I loved it. Mm. So I was like, this is what I want to do. I know I'm helping people. I'll keep moving forward. And then I was really struggling. I had like a big disruption in my personal life and I just threw myself into work. It was the only thing at that point that I could use as a coping mechanism and it really paid off. (laughs) That's not at the scale of anyone going fuck shit up and then go work. Um, It was a really positive thing in my life that I that helped me survive that time and it's it helped my business go from strength to strength because while I was struggling, I was able to throw myself into business and I got so much value from that. So, yeah, yeah, not that I would recommend because I definitely would not, but it was just being consistent and working really fucking hard. Yeah, really hard. Showing up every single day. Like we said, when you don't feel like it, yeah, when you don't feel like that. Nobody gives a fuck. I mean, there were times I, like last year I did, I couldn't put myself out of bed, but I'm like, I, at that point I had 20 clients. Like, if I don't show up for these people, like these people are relying on me. Yeah. I need to, I need to get my shit together so that I can be here for these people. Yeah. Um, and just keep, just kept showing up and being consistent. And I think that's definitely what has got me to where I am. Yeah. Consistency. And it's not Absolutely. sexy. No, it isn't. It isn't. It's not. I knew the answer was probably going to be consistency, but it's, I like to ask those questions because so many people come to me looking for a sexy answer. And Do this one thing. And I'm, yeah, like it's like one thing and I'm like, do the one thing for fucking a long time. Yeah. And the shit pays off. Like I always joke with the students, I'm like, you're not a PT until you've slept on the sofa in your gym. <laughs> And like I'm not, I don't know how many times I've slept on that sofa. You're just like napping on it because oh I'm like gosh. a double shift and you're and people and I'm busted. But I'm like I'll have a twenty minute nap and I'll get back to work. And people are like, oh, what do you do? And I'm like, just work every fucking hour under the sun. Yeah. And because like, we were talking about work life balance, and I I really don't think there is one. No matter how much you want to have work life balance, I I think people say it's not healthy for me. And like my dad and all would text me, God love him, and be like. I'm worried about how much you're working, like blah blah blah, and I'm like, I enjoy it. I'm like, I don't. It does. I'm like, it's not. It's not yeah. like I'm doing fucking seventeen-hour shifts in Tesco again. You yeah. know, I actually enjoy being here. It doesn't. I don't know. You would probably be the same with that as well. I, I do. Like, I love working. I've maybe took it to the extreme recently. <laughs> I would say. Um, Carla said to me, "The only time I see you is if uh, your head's in your laptop or your eyes are closed sleeping." I was like, I know. I need to put my shit together. So that is one of my goals at the minute to try and get a wee bit more work-life balance. But I I would journal and I don't know 
I think it comes up at least every other day or every day that I'm so grateful for my job. Like I'm so grateful for what I do. Yeah. It doesn't feel like work. Like this week I had a really rough week and when I went in the coach, it was left at the door and I left feeling 10 times better than when I went in. Yeah. Yeah, you do. it gives me energy. Like it yeah. gives me energy coaching the girls. Um, yeah, there's no such thing as a PT as work-life balance. When I hear people say, I'm going in to be a PT for more freedom, I'm like, nightmare. When you get that, let me know. <laughs> no. You let, you come back to me and you let me know <laughs> how it all goes. I'm like, can you, can you teach me that? I know. I'm like, fuck that, there's no freedom. And I... <laughs> I think it's the wrong type of freedom that people are looking for. Yes, I agree. They think they're going to work less, but I'm like, you don't work less, you end up working more, but you're working on something that you actually enjoy working on. Yeah, 100%. Just like, I, I don't know, I'm down here every day, even if I'm not working. Yeah. And I'm like, I just love being around the people that are in here because they're good people. Yeah. You and know. then I think you end up, like your your free time, your time that is your own, you end up valuing it more. And I don't waste it. Like I spend then my time that I have for me with people who mean something to me instead yeah. of just going out getting blocked at the weekend. It's yeah, more like <laughs> adding things that add value. Like my life has significantly changed since I became a coach. Yeah. I definitely work a lot more, but it's a different type of work that I can't even really explain. Yeah, it, I, yeah, I try to explain it to people as well. Just you saying that is refreshing to hear because you try to convey how you're feeling to people and they're like, nah, I don't get that. Because they yeah. don't have that level of satisfaction from their job. So they're just like, no, but you're working. I'm like, I know, but I enjoy working. It's like, I know we're all out for drinks and I'm having a fucking 0% peroni, but I want to get up in the morning and go and see the people in my gym. Yeah, I know you don't want to go to the office. Yeah. So I'm like you can't really fucking empathize here with me. Yeah, and I think I've been thinking a lot recently about this happiness versus pleasure concept. Okay, so it's interesting. Pleasure is like we quick bursts of things that you get. So it's like alcohol, sex, drugs, all these things that yeah. people who are not happy will get wee bursts of pleasure. So mm. they'll like fill their life with small pleasurable things like the fancy car, all those things to try and make you talking to me here <laughs> to try and make you don't fucking cut happy. that out for Megan she'd be like say told you <laughs> um, all filling your life with all these pleasurable things to try and make you happy but the happiness actually lies in the mundane things yeah like you should like your life and if yeah. you like your life and you're striving for happiness and fill your life with things that actually bring you happiness you'll Le need less pleasure. Yeah, no, I, I, that's fucking. Yeah, that is so true. Isn't it? Yeah, when you when you break it down like that, yeah, like absolutely. Like I love my life. I absolutely love it. I work really hard. There's nothing better than me than getting up on a Sunday and going for a walk with Carl and Kia and getting a coffee. Yeah. It, see to get me out on a night out. It is so hard because I'm like I don't want to waste time sitting in a bar drinking. Yeah. Like, I actually yeah. really like my life. Isn't that so sad? It's like sad, but I, it's a good, it's a really good yeah, thing. Yeah, I mean, that it's it's because you've found what you enjoy. You know, there I think mm -hmm. there are, and especially the culture here of you have to go to the bar, you have to go to the bar and sit and drink. And I remember saying that, and even my mates, who, like, and I'm still very close to them, that would have loved the party. 
it's really refreshing for me and I to see them because they're like, oh, do you want to go for a dollar? And I'm like, absolutely. I know. 100%. That's... Like me and a mate of mine just meet up and cook. That's so good. And I'm like, I just fucking, I, I much prefer this. And even if you have a beer with it, but it's like, you're not partying. Yeah. You're just like, all right, okay, I'll see you later. I'm going home now. All Get my friends are coming to the gym tomorrow and we're doing a workout together. Oh, class. Which I'm buzzing about. Class. I'm like, that's so fun. But most of my friends don't even train. Yeah. Um, only maybe one or two. So I'm like, that's so cool that you are coming to train and that's how we're spending time together and then we're going to get a coffee together after. I'm like, that's my thing. Yeah. Like active, walking. Yeah. Coffees, training. It's good that That's you're you're the head. instigator in that because you have your facility, you've worked hard yeah. to do that, and you're able to go here. There's there's this space now that we can all go. Yeah. That's not gonna result in us feeling like shit tomorrow. Yeah. Maybe, you're not gonna ruin your life. Maybe physically a bit sore, but. I know. <laughs> but, but you're if, yeah, you're not gonna ruin your life. You're gonna have a. <laughs> you're actually gonna have fun. Yeah. Yeah. That's so cool. Proper fun. That's so cool. Real fun. So. Christina from the course to Christina now. How has that Christina changed in dealing with all the shit that you've went through? And what what have you done to cope with it? Because obviously, if I had a said to you two years ago, which I think I did, you're you're definitely going to have a facility in Belfast in the next couple of years. Yeah. And it's going to be doing the thing. And you were like, fuck off. Because I remember those conversations yeah. really well on a Saturday where you would look at me and go, he's fucking mental. He's mad. <laughs> you'd be like, what's he talking about? And then Lenny so would come nice. and say it and you'd be like, that's even worse. I know. Like, is he fucking serious? But obviously, the, obviously there's been a lot of work that you've done, but looking back, what have been the bigger, the biggest achievements for you in being able to handle going from new PT, working in a gym, owning your own facility? Um... There's definitely been, like, I've evolved a lot. Um, I had a call with Phil earlier. Shout out to Phil. Ooh, shout out to Phil Brady. <laughs> we'll, get him on, we'll get him on a camera podcast. Uh, that'll be a lot of wisdom. Yeah, and he'll stare down the barrel of that camera into someone's soul. <laughs> he <song>. will. <laughs> <laughs> that is so true. Um, what a man. I know, what a man. We had a call earlier and I was just chatting to him about how much I've changed, even just in the last couple of months and mm. how much the phrase I used was stepping into my power, um, which is cool because I think even me from the course is so different from oh, yeah. me now. Mm. Like how much I've just found my feet and my confidence in life is just insane, yeah. I think. Yeah. Um, so when I left the course, I probably, I wanted a facility. Didn't really know what it entailed, but. You found that out. <laughs> yeah, found it out the hard way. Uh, didn't really know what it entailed, but always thought that it, I wanted it. And I went through different, like, like I've went different routes and things have take, taken different turns. And I went through the phase of, being an online coach and I went through the phase of trying to build my social media because you're shown that this is what you have to do if you want to be a PT. Yeah. Which I don't think is true. No, it's um, not. No, it's not. Yeah, I've kind of done a 180 on that myself. Yeah. Yeah. I'm, I very much resigned to the fact that 
fact, <clears throat> I'm squirreling, but I very much resign to the fact that I'm not an influencer. I don't want to be. I don't want to walk down the street and someone go, fuck, there's your woman, Christina McCormick. That's my worst yeah. nightmare. Which probably will happen just because you're a really successful I know, gym. but... <laughs> but in I a good don't, way. I, yeah. It's just not what my goal is. Yeah. And like yeah. my goal is to help women. I don't hmm. want to build a following. I'm like, for what? It doesn't even... Like Those now when bills. I think about it, I'm like, it doesn't even make sense, but you're told that that's what you have to do. Yeah, yeah. Um, no, that's that's interesting. Like we'll, we can keep going down that rabbit hole because I I don't know about you, like there there is a certain type of male and female that they get into the industry for that, thinking that they're going to be, you know, like the next fucking big thing, big YouTube star, whatever, and get a Gymshark fucking sponsor, which just doesn't happen. You know, it's yeah. just not a thing. So, because your social media is really, and I mean this in the nicest way possible, just it's just simple. Like, there's nothing, yeah. you don't play algorithms. You don't, you're just like, I'm just going to post the fucking video. You know, like, it's funny whenever we do masterminds or meetups and there's a, like a content person there and they're like, okay, <sighs> yeah, like value this day, connection this day, social. And I'm like, I, I'm, I can't I can't have that much structure in my life my content and what I post is very much emotive yeah because that's what I feel and that's what I feel helps people I'm like I just want to add value here and yeah. that's where it ends I'm not sitting down to write out a plan I can't I'm I like, don't know I if I do but if you like do the, do the five by five grid we get people to do I've never done it in my life. I'm gonna be honest. You can't say that on here. I can't. <laughs> Fuck that. I don't. Darn does my content now. I just post a video. <laughs> Why do you think I do these? <laughs> but like, I, I don't. I never did. Even in school, have the attention span for that sort of stuff. Yeah. And I'm like you that way. My content is just. I'm like, what do I feel? Boom. I'll just yeah. put it out there. So. It's quite authentic. Yeah, because it's coming from you see something, you're like, I want to talk about that. Yeah. And that's me because I see so much stupid shit from coaches. I'm like, right, okay, I'm going to, there's a plan. Yeah. And you're the same, you know, with the things that will happen to females. And I get that when a content person comes in, as much as I love talking to them about market and about, but I'm just like, fuck that. Yeah. Especially in your area because you're in Dunmurray. It's a community, you know, yeah. West and stuff. Like, it's re really easy to just get word of mouth there and build yeah. a successful business off the back of that. So, what do you use social media for then? If you're not using it for marketing, because again, people will be watching this and just be like, no, but it is for marketing. Like it has to yeah. be for business. Lenny's well, probably going to kill me for this. I isn't know. <laughs> well, I definitely, it, it is for marketing. So if I didn't have to have social media, I wouldn't. And yeah. I think that's yeah. what kind of makes me a wee bit different than what I do a wee bit different because... Mm. I didn't have social media before I got social media back when I was doing the course. That's right. Yeah, I remember that. I didn't have it. I didn't have Instagram. Yeah, we had this conversation. You were like, fuck Instagram. Uh, and I was like, I you have to. <laughs> because I used it so much for validation yeah. before. And I deleted it for my own mental health. I used it for validation. And I compared myself to people so much. Hmm. So I fell down this big trap of what social media is. And... Now I would say I use it, I consume a lot less and give mm. a lot more with it. So I definitely market on it 100 million percent because I feel like you do have to. 
it is yeah. it yeah. is the way now you'd be silly if you didn't but I don't enjoy it it's not that I don't I like putting the the stuff the content out I like helping people through value I love getting someone messaging me saying this post helped me so much thank you for sharing this yeah but if I didn't have to do that aspect of the job I wouldn't yeah I don't think it's something personally to me if someone is getting into the industry to be an influencer essentially I'm like your motives are all wrong absolutely this is this is not it's not a sexy job it's not and if that's what your goal is you're in the wrong industry oh wrong job big time big time yeah because like you're even your marketing it's just it's a lot of give 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 and then you'll be like oh i'm I'm taking on five spaces and then it's like oh yeah no they're gone yeah give 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 like it's not like you're making an offer every day or you're and it does work for you you know even your email list and stuff you'll put out an email link and it's like gone yeah and i see you put up periodically because you probably get that many messages for people going can i join can i join can i join and it's like sorry i'm i'm full so and people make oh but that's scarcity and that's but you don't do that deliberately it's like you're not calculated in your market and you're just like i'm just being fucking honest here but i do think there is a lot to be said for (laughs) just being a good person yeah i actually do (laughs) i think it works well (laughs) and every client who i attract is class like all of the guards that i've worked with they're really good people because of the content that i put out yeah i think like what i put out i get people who have felt similar rather than me uploading pictures with my arse out and Mm. then i get someone who thinks okay yeah i want to look like her i just think that the way i market is different and it's not like here is me looking great come train with me and you can look like me yeah because that's never going to happen yeah you can do exactly what i do and you'll still not look like me yeah 100 percent. so you're selling people a dream whereas a false dream whereas i i don't even focus on that one of the girls who's just signed up to me um she just started this week she i was asking her where she lived and she said that she lived over in stramillis and i was like that's random why are you here like yeah it is pretty far yeah it's a bit of a distance to go i don't know if it's a west belfast thing but i'm like anything outside the west you lot are like what anything (laughs) further than 10 minutes away i'm like oh here you wouldn't be annoyed anything outside of the west it's colchies i know it actually (laughs) is it's so bad (laughs) (laughs) darn an oma man there he's just going fuck you (laughs) um so i i had said to her and i was like what brought you to here how did you find us yeah and she said it was so hard for me to get somewhere that wasn't trying to sell me it was so hard to find a space where it wasn't like join my six week shred or drop two dress sizes in six weeks it was really difficult to find somewhere that wasn't like that and i do think that's what we do differently at part because we don't focus yeah, you don't on do any of that yeah don't do any of that that's not to say some of my clients don't have weight loss goals because they do oh yeah i mean you'll challenge your clients yeah absolutely but you don't use it to advertise no and yeah. even if someone comes to me and they say my goal is weight loss i'll say why mm. i'm like it's interesting why? yeah tell me 
Say more. Say more about that why this is a go. Tell me more. Tell me more about that. Yeah. So it's just always we don't come at it from a place of attacking other people's vulnerabilities. I think. Yeah, it's genuine. Can I help you? Yeah. Yeah. And I think just the way a, a lot of my marketing as such is much more like here is my own story here are my struggles mm. and people get an insight into your life and you as a person and then it's well here are all the things that i have done to help me be a better person and to help me be happy yeah and then people are like i could do that too she can do it i can do it and she can teach me yeah so I'll go with her. yeah it's yeah it's such a it's it's such an authentic way to market yeah and just be you like i think that attracts the best type of people mm-hmm. you know it's something we do here you know we have blind joke laugh we're a fucking hr's nightmare to be honest like <laughs> most people know that anyway yeah but yeah i think and it works it works so well anyone i see doing that in the industry they do so so well because they're just and they're getting people they want to work with because i don't think there's anyone in your gym that you don't no. want to work with or that you're like oh fuck no. them again no even this week like i had posted that I was struggling at a really, really rough week. And mm. I also was not a great version of myself. As in, I didn't respond how I would like to respond in a lot of situations. And I was like, I could just continue on about my life. Or I could actually share this with people and remind them that it's normal. It's okay to be human. It's okay yeah. to fuck up. It's okay to not be feeling your best. Mm. And I think that's really helpful sometimes. And I didn't want to share it, which made me realize I needed to share it more because I can't fall down the hole of portraying that yeah. everything is perfect and that I'm perfect because I'm not. Yeah. And I think that makes things a wee bit different too. Yeah, definitely. Because I don't know about you, but people see PTs as superhumans. Yeah, I think you're like a fucking superhero. Yeah, a robot or something. Hundred yeah. percent. So then when I'm like, oh no, I've at like shit. I've not trained. I've done this. People are like, no way. Do you actually? Yeah, yeah I do. Like it. I'm human. It happens to me as well. But get back up and you go again, and that's fucking... but that's what it's about i think that's what makes pts and, and coaches and stuff different because we mm. know we fuck up but we're like ah, oh, it's all right just yeah. just start again just start again tomorrow's just go a new again. day 100%. or the next hour is a new fucking hour you yeah. know it's not like oh i need to wait till monday or sure i'll wait till january and it's fucking <laughs> june do you know what i mean like <laughs> it's like yeah that i think that's what people see it's it's that level of like oh i just need to go and do it again and keep getting up and keep going which i think you portray very well to all of your clients you know yeah. it's all right to fuck up it's cool sweet don't be worrying it is and i think i've struggled with that too myself feeling like as a pt you have to be perfect with mm. everything and i do i would say in the past i put a lot of pressure on myself to be a really good human and if i don't or if i don't perform in the way in the best possible way, beat myself up about it. Yeah. And then I'm like, do you know what? I'm preaching to my clients and the people who work with me to be a wee bit softer. It's okay to fuck up, but learn from it. 
And I started doing that a wee bit more myself to be like, I am not perfect. Yeah. I'm not superhuman. Like we're all just kinda trying to navigate here as best we can. Trying to build a plane as we're all flying it. Yeah. <laughs> winging the fuck out of this things. This is me. I am like <laughs> I wing my life. I actually Yeah. When, when I'm speaking to Sarah, shout out to Sarah. Um when I'm speaking to Sarah, uh Sarah who coaches in my gym, yeah. I I'm like, she's like, What's the plan for this? And I'm like, Dunno, winging it. Dunno, winging it. Fuck, I'm so glad we'll other people do that. <laughs> and I had said I had, had a call with Manny last week and he said, What's the story of this? I said, Dunno, I'm winging it, wing everything. And he's like, Christina, you're the least winging person in life. You're not winging it. Like you have a plan of how things are gonna go. Yeah. And I'm like, Yeah, but I'm still winging it. Wing yeah, your plan, yeah. It would take you to spend a day with us. And then you'd be like, Jesus fucking Christ, they do wing it. <laughs> like, they I actually wing probably it. probably couldn't deal with the chaos. Oh, absolutely My not. Brain would I don't know how Megan deals with us. It's bad enough she lives with me, but <laughs> add the rest of the guys <laughs> on top of that. that. She's like, I want to strangle somebody. Get me out of here. So, obviously, Sarah is working yes. for you now. And Sarah's, Sarah's fantastic. Like, she's oh. just such a bundle of energy. She's and amazing. It's like, I was saying this to you the other day, it's like yin and yang with you and her you know because you are very mellow and calm and then yeah. Sarah's just like I always joke Sweet with her you know like pocket rocket, rocket you know Duracell bunny on coke yeah. and <laughs> I uh like obviously you've been you've been looking for other coaches and you've been putting the feelers out and stuff so what do you look for in a female coach like if you were hiring because again which I am which you are everybody shame, shameless plug if anyone needs a job <laughs> Come to me. If anyone fits this <laughs> next job description, more than welcome to give Christina a shout. Please. So whenever you're looking for a coach, because I've asked, I asked Keith this last week, and what do you look for when somebody comes through, when you're looking for somebody to come through the doors? Because, you know, I, I do get students that watch this and stuff, and some of them, not, entrepreneurship is not for everyone. Yeah. You know, it's, it's, and I say to students, it's completely fine to go in the unemployed role in a gym. And any of the students I've been talking to about like your place or Keith's or anything like that I'm like the opportunities are there trust me I've been there when you're in a new gym mm -hmm. and it's growing you kind of grow with it it's, it's yeah. mad how it happens so what do you look for when you're like I need to hire somebody a lot <laughs> <laughs> I think what you oh, I'm get a pen and paper <laughs> <out>. <laughs> <laughs> I think what people have to understand whenever they are applying for uh, a small gym is mm. that the owner of that gym, that's their baby. Yeah. So yeah. for me, the gym is everything. So finding the right person who can give it everything is biggest thing key. that I'm looking for yeah I as a business owner I will invest in someone heavily mm. so I know that I will be firm as a boss but also you're gonna grow so much yeah so yeah. and you're as I as my business grows you're going to grow with it. Absolutely. And it's really important to find someone to me who is the right fit because I'm bringing you on to my girls. And that's a big thing. Yeah. 
think it's really important that I find someone who is going to do the job that myself mm. and Sarah are doing. Yeah. Very yeah. well. Mad. Oh, absolutely. Sarah yeah. is <laughs> yeah. Sarah's unbelievable. Yeah. Like as a coach, she's amazing. I think me and Sarah were speaking about this this morning. What is different is again, Sarah has done the work. I think that's what I'm looking for. Someone who's done the work on themselves. Yeah, not necessarily somebody who's older, just somebody no. who's more self-aware than. No. Not definitely yeah. not someone who's older, just someone who has done a bit of work on themselves and is aware. Like yeah. is able to step up to the job. Someone who wants to work because I don't know about you, but I find a lot of people these days are like, Well, what can you do for me? Oh, and I'm yeah. like, What the fuck? <laughs> like, what do you mean? Yeah. Because that was never me. Yeah. Uh, like, even as I was in all my corporate jobs. I'm very given, I think. So yeah. it was never, I was never going to into a place of, well, what can you bring to me? It, Absolutely. I was right. This is how I can add value to the team. This is what I can do rather than not being aware of the opportunity that you're getting. Yeah. Like, do you even want to be here? Like, I, th I think foresight for, for, young i say younger coaches and i mean i don't mean young in age i mean they're yeah. coaching age when i say that because a lot of people think i mean like fucking 17 year olds mm -hmm. i just mean people who aren't in the industry yeah i think foresight is such a big thing in that you're like okay i don't get any monetary return or any monetary value from this yeah but if i just play the long game where can this thing go yeah and i don't think enough people do that today I agree. Um, whenever I'm looking for someone to come in, I think I'm looking heavily at personality. So mm, heavily yeah. looking at how, how you're going to deal with people, how you are going to interact with clients, how you are going to own a room. Yeah. I think that's important. So one of my clients had said to me, it's funny because you're so introverted like yeah. if I see you if you see me in a public space on a at a wedding you'll get a very different me than if you walk into my gym They're yeah two different people like yeah. I have to be able when I'm coaching I'm the coach and I'm the dominant person in the room when I'm not coaching I like to just slide into the bathroom like, yeah I'll sit back let everybody else talk shit yeah I'll not say nothing. go ahead yeah. 100% yeah. so it's even just having someone who is has the ability to, I, I'm not looking for someone who is like all eyes on me, I need all the attention, that's not it. But it's looking for someone who has the capacity to get everyone's attention in the room. When there's seven mm. girls in a session, 10 girls in a session and they're all chatting, are you able to go, yo, shut up, listen to me? Like, do you <laughs> yeah. have that authority to be yeah. able to do that? Yeah. But also, compassion that you need to be able to work with all of those people the empathy i think it's yeah. a what i'm looking for personally again maybe because i am very emotive is someone who has the capacity to deal with my clients in the right way and yeah. treat them with like give them what they deserve yeah rather than someone who's like no, fuck this. I clocked off five minutes ago. Yeah, clock in, clock out. Because it's yeah. definitely not that kind of job. It's not that kind of like, job. And no, I don't think any gym owner will want to hire anyone with that kind of attitude. You need to be you able know. to work hard. Yeah, because it's a craft. 
and I say this like, and I don't know because you'll have this experience from corporate. Like, the you start by eating shit. Like yeah. you, you do not start off well, but I think there's a misconception with coaching that you leave, and I don't know even people even here because they do get such a good level of education and they have a great experience they leave here thinking oh i'm fucking i'm, I'm worth 100 grand and i'm like yeah you may be worth 100 grand but if you've done the reps that it warrant be, that amount yeah. of pay or you know more like yeah not really because you've been in a wee I, bubble for 16 weeks i agree and i i think as well you can look at it in different ways because if you're coming in to a gym even if you think about what you are expecting off a gym owner who is newly open, like they're probably struggling. They are in the sales, red. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's not like they have all this money to fly out. Yeah. And the thing that I have with Sarah is that Sarah knows what is coming her way. Like she knows as I grow, she grows like fuck. Absolutely. Like yeah. anything yeah. that I have she has and and that's the way it is and if you go down the route of working in a facility well then if you go down the other route of where you're working on your own that's really hard too and there's a lot of reasons why people don't survive there because what they expect is to go out and blow up and I'm going to be really good and everyone's yeah. going to come to me and that doesn't happen. And you have to, in both those jobs, in both whatever way you go, you have to have the graft or you're not going to survive in either. Yeah. Like there's a reason that most people who qualify as PTs don't stay don't there. Last. It's yeah. really hard. Yeah, 100%. Like I think work ethic is just such a, such a fucking lost thing now. Yeah, I agree. And for me, I don't, comprehend it because I've always been a grafter like yeah. it's always I've always worked hard probably from a wee bit of people pleasing whenever I was there's my like psychology coming out but from when I was younger oh yeah I was always always yeah. grafting so when I moved into this it was just like I understood that it was going to be hard work and I don't yeah. think people comprehend that when they come into the industry it's like seven days a week, nonstop for ever. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Even when you're on holiday. Stop. I know. <laughs> You'll still get a phone call being like, this happened, this happened. And you're like, fuck. I know. So you think you're on putting fires out. It's like, I've had to be on holiday. and But then, as you say, if you're self-aware enough, you're able to sit back and go, I'm actually grateful for that. Yeah. Because it's mine. It's my fires yeah. I'm putting out. It's not my fucking shitty corporate job ringing True. me and trying to get fires put out. It's like, and I get that in here too. Like, yeah. you know, I'll have days where I'm like, fuck, I'm going to put my head through a wall. But then I'm like, do you know what? It could be worse. I could be stressed about fucking loaves of hovis and Tesco true. again. That is <laughs> you know what I mean? True. It's not that bad. Yeah. So, I think for, for me to suss out what I'm actually looking for in a coach is a question that I'm asking myself at the minute on the daily because I've met several coaches. Yeah. And yeah. I'm like, mm, you're really good, but I'm not sure we're going to be the right fit because it's I think it's just being what I'm looking for personally most is someone who is hard working is willing to learn is not coming in and thinking they know everything because that annoys me a bit I'm like I hear that you don't you have so much to learn here like like we like we've been doing this a while 
we still have so much to learn. Like so much to learn. Like so much to learn. Yeah. And also to be a good person. Like that's being for the right I reasons. Want to. Yeah. 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 And to find someone who has all of those things. Um it seems to be difficult. I actually remember getting the message, just you on that. Uh from it's actually from another female coach. I don't I think I've told you this before, but she was like we were looking for a coach in the gym and I was like, right, great. I have like fucking 40 odd coaches here. And she was like, I need this, I need this. And it was like this long list. And I just looked at the list. I was like, see, when you find that, can you let me know? <laughs> I was like, because that does, that's not a fucking thing anymore. You know, it was like good work ethic, wants to get up early, doesn't want to go out at the weekends, doesn't. And I was just like, where is this person? Who the f that's a fucking unicorn. Like yeah. that doesn't exist. Yeah. My big thing is trying to find someone who's, values align with mine because if they align with mine then they will align essentially with the gym and what we promote yeah again yeah. i think it's very hard because a lot of women who come into the fitness industry are misled so women mm. who come in they do think the best way for me to promote myself is Here's me doing RDLs and here's my arse while I'm doing it. And the camera is always at the same angle on the floor against the yeah. kettlebell. Yeah. And my thing is that's getting the wrong attention. Because women, other women don't see that and be like, you're not adding value there, essentially. You're not adding yeah. value to anyone else's life. That's attracting male attention. Whereas if I get a male following me on Instagram, I'm like, why are you here? This is not your space. Like, this is not for you. You're not getting what you're looking big lad, trust and me. It, like, <laughs> there's no pictures of my arse out here. Go away. So it's very much like I looking for someone who is, is actually wanting to add value to women's lives and how yeah. can they do that? That's, I think, what I'm looking for. Mm. Interesting. Mm. Interesting. Yeah. But I do think it is so mis... Like, misleading of what it is to be a coach and again yeah. I don't think a lot of that comes from looking for validation yourself I think yeah a hundred percent because you haven't done the work and you're not self-aware enough to know yeah. my Instagram is my business like that's what my Instagram is it's my business it's what I promote it's very little of my actual life, life yeah. or just here's a picture of me looking sweet. Yeah. Which I think both male and female, it's a fucking massive issue. Yeah. And fellas stand with their tops off and all too. And just be like, look at class I'm looking. I know. You know, that cycle of fucking gear done me well there. And I'm like, dude, put your top on. I know. Just fucking speak about macros, will you? It It'd is. It'd be so yeah. much better. <laughs> yeah. It's, yeah, it it's, it's always, it's always hard to, yeah. to find a good person to, to come into the gym. I I'm I am struggling with it, I'll not lie. That's not to say I've not spoke to and met class coaches. I have. Yeah. But it's just finding the the right fit for Empowered. And I think a big thing for me is that and I say this to every single person who I've met who has walked through the doors, my standards are really, really high because I expect the standard of service to be exceptionally high. Yeah. Because that's what makes us different. Yeah. I, I, I remember having this conversation with Steve-O and PJ and stuff when we were, we 
but just before we hired Michelle, actually, because I hadn't even met Michelle yet. Um, and even we were hiring Owen and stuff too. And like we'd been through a lot of coaches um, even before I joined. You know, there was there was coaches here before me, and it was the same thing. But I think even our like our standards have gotten higher over the years mm. too, because you're like I know what I want, and I know. I think it's more that you know what your clients are like. Yeah. And I, we used to have a test in there for people. And it was, we had a couple of fucking clients that I can only describe were rockets from the short <laughs> strand. Just, you know, the ones that you were like, they're, they were great people. And we still, a couple of them are still here. Like they are the, the kindest people I've ever met. But see if you get them all in a room together, you're like. It's chaos. You're like, I, it's, I fucking can't control this. And we used to get the new coach to go in and take that session with them at 6am. Oh my gosh. And we'd be like, right, let's see if they can hold this. I feel like that's a wee bit evil. <laughs> oh, it was. It happened to me too. Oh my gosh. <laughs> and you know, well, honestly, you see the ones that do the, the best is the female coaches that we hire. No way. Because they're just like, fuck up. Because <laughs> PJ will just be like, you're in a room with loads of like males and even female characters that are yeah. really like, they're either really stubborn or they'll joke, they'll laugh, they'll slay each other across the room, they'll be loud, they'll not listen. And PJ's like, I need you to be louder than them. And all the females in here, like, right, I know I'm quieter and softer spoken. They're just like, fuck up and listen. And all the fellows are like, shut up. I love just don't that. say anything. Because the other fellows come in, it's like a male thing, you know, where it's like fucking apes, babies, yeah. yes, and all. Whereas when they see a, a female do that, they're like, Jesus Christ, sorry, fuck. I just got it in my place. Because then right they'll just okay. be thinking back, well, fuck, it's like, this is in the house. I'll not, I'll not argue back with that one. <laughs> It's, it's always that. interesting because it's always the females in that test that we do. They that always fucking do really well at it. I have, like, and I spoke, whenever me and Sarah were speaking about this today, I was saying to her, because I, I think that that, and me and Lenny have spoke about this on a couple of calls too, I, I feel like that would be quite challenging because I know, or I don't foresee that I would have done well in that situation myself. Yeah, yeah. Two years ago. <clears throat> I would yeah. own the shit out of it now. But I don't think I would have then. And I'm trying to be conscious and aware of that when I am speaking to people now. So when I do get someone who maybe is a bit softer or... They can grow into that. They can yeah, grow into absolutely. it, but it takes a while to build your confidence, probably. Oh, yeah. Yeah, see, if you had met me when I was early 20s, late teens, Jesus Christ, like, would not have... Yeah. Wouldn't have been doing this. And, I like, even when I was getting hired here, that was the thing. I remember speaking to PJ about this. Him and Lenny were... Lenny was more like reserved about hiring me because he was like, oh, I don't really know. Like he's a bit timid, no quiet. But, and then PJ was like, trust me. Like, because PJ knew Danielle and Danielle's a very good friend of mine. Yeah. Uh, shout out to Danielle. She's a fucking hero. <laughs> Loads of shout outs what, on what this a, Yeah, I know. Fucking what a woman. <laughs> she owns a little gym in Crumlin. Um, and she put, put a good word in for me. And it, it did. It took me about two, two and a half years to yeah. grow into that role and step up more and more. But... Again, it was because I wanted to. Yeah. So I think those types of coaches, they have to want to do that. Yeah. I think like my first time taking a group, I was like, what the fuck have I done? What have <laughs> I done? That's usually the reaction. <laughs> what have I done here? Why did I think this was a good idea? This is not my space. I don't want to do this. And then I remember having the same thought a couple of weeks after. I was like, what the fuck am I at? Yep. doing this here maybe I should just pack this in and I just decided not to and I'm so glad I didn't I'm so glad I stuck it out yeah and yeah. obviously uh, just continued growing with it but I do think even the growth that you have as a person and your confidence yeah. and I've seen people say that 
on their own testimonials. Do you know what ECA? And I've built so much confidence and at the f- like walking at ECA on my first day was my worst nightmare. <laughs> Honestly. And I, Lenny loves going back to this because yeah. everyone will say, What's like when did you know ECA was for you? And everyone says on their first day, whereas on my first day I was like, Get me out of here. <laughs> yeah, I remember that. Because it's so it's so was so out of my comfort zone and people came and they were in friendship groups and I I just don't really like socializing and yeah. for me I was like, This is hell having to <laughs> Speak to people. Like speaking back, <laughs> yeah. Um, having to step massively out of my comfort zone, and it's so weird because now I just feel so confident as a person. Yeah, yeah. You thrive in those situations. Like, yeah, yeah. But it does really take you to making yourself super uncomfortable to grow. Absolutely, yeah. And I know it sounds a bit cliche, but like nobody grows in a comfort zone because no it's nothing challenging you. Yeah. So it's interesting you brought Lenny up because I was actually going to get to this. Hmm. Obviously, you know, we're, we're big on coaches hiring mentors because, you know, coaches need coaches. And it's not that we try to plug our own mastermind or our own coaching group to even the students. I'm like, look, I don't care who you hire, just fucking hire somebody yeah. to get guidance. How, how important has that been for you in your growth? Because you joined the mastermind pretty early on. Not that early. Not early, but I joined it was like, in September. Yeah. There. After yeah. the summit. That's right. It was after the summit. I joined yeah. in September. So at that point I had been I genuinely couldn't afford. Yeah, we always say that. We're like, look, yeah. we have other options for coaches, yeah. you know, like we have the Fit Pro Profit course and stuff. And I I much rather a new student buy that like yeah. two hundred quid to go. Do and all that's that. That's probably what you need at that yeah. point. At that point, you don't need a coach. You yeah. just need guidance. Yeah. That's it. And I had, I like Lanny because I feel like he is straight, but he also gets me. Yeah. So he will, I find he's quite harsh, but I feel like he adapts things with it for me because he knows that. Like, <laughs> he's so, very good at reading who he's coaching. Yeah. Yeah. Because um, if it were me, he would be like, fuck up and get on with it. And I'm like, I, absolutely. Lanny knows if he said that to me, I would cry. Yeah. Like, I would be like, that's so mean. But then again, me and Lanny regularly try and strangle each other for fun. Yeah, so. That's true. <laughs> um, I had always kind of kept a relationship with you and with Lanny. Yeah. Um, yeah. After I qualified. Just because I built a good relationship with you both while yeah. I was here. So it to me, I knew that I needed a coach because my ego isn't big enough to think that I don't, <laughs> essentially. Um, and there is no one better to go to than someone who has been through what you've been through. So I think, yeah. personally, this is what makes me a good coach for my clients that I have been through their problems. This is why I slap about male PTs who yeah. only coach women because... I think experience is the best Absolutely. like learning oh, yeah. to it. 100%. So that's why I come at it from that angle. But um, there's no better person to go to than someone who has already been through what you have been through successfully. Mm, and yeah. I already had a good relationship with Lenny. So it just seemed really natural. 
and I was at the point where I wasn't sure where to take my business whether I was going to go online with it whether I was going to go facility um and I think it is harder for women because like I'm 30 now so it was always in the back of my mind how do I have a family how do I settle down and do this at the same time so that's because men don't have that problem like I knew right well I'm gonna have to take time off work I'm gonna have to do this 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 if I want to have a family so how do I navigate that okay well maybe I should go online because that might be the only option for me I don't want to be coaching on the gym floor forever and I knew that I didn't have my vision wasn't clear Mm -hmm. of where I wanted to take my business and I just said to Lenny can we schedule a call and we did and that's kind of where where that went but I was considering a mentor before that I just wasn't sure who I wanted to go with yeah but the the main thing to me was I don't know what I'm doing here yeah and I need someone to give me some sort of direction and I think the big thing is you think a mentor will give you success they won't like yeah. you still have to do the work it's like co- like the girls in the gym coaching yeah i can't do the work for you but i can guide you through it yeah and last september me and lenny once i joined his mastermind we set goals mm. for me to achieve within the next year and today is when i've hit the last one which was five out of five podcasts. Class. Isn't that much? Class. Um, what the other one was opening a facility. Another one was having one member of staff. One of them was not work on evenings, which I've crossed off the list as no longer being a goal because it's not realistic. It's not right realistic. Now. <laughs> yeah, it's not one of the you got more um, staff. No, I've, <laughs> I've adapted that. That's not going to happen within the first not year. Not working as many evenings. Yeah. I'm actually working more evenings, but forget about that. Um, so, yeah, I think for me, it was always very natural. And I always set being self-employed is so different for me because I've always worked in corporate. There's always someone there for me to look up to. Yeah. has been guiding me. Yeah. And obviously you don't have that when you're self-employed unless you get a business mentor. Now, I don't know how many times people have said to me, what are you doing? Like, that is so much money, X, Y, Z. Oh, yeah, yeah. And I'm like, it is, but I find value in it, so mind your own business. Absolutely. Like, I, fuck me, the amount of times I hear that with people, yeah. you know, saying even to me about some of the stuff that, that I invest in, and I'm like, I kind of empathise with them because, you know, I know me and you both, we don't come from money. Like, there's not, mm-hmm. like, my mum and dad, as much as I love the two of them, are like so like fuck you save you save your money and i'm like yeah i've i don't save money i'm like i'll pay somebody to tell me how to do something then i'll go and make more money more or i'll money. go and do better <laughs> things you know that's how it works yeah you can't and bring it with you yeah i'm like it's that's <laughs> like that that is arbitrary to me i'm like it's fucking money it's just money yeah. like it, it comes and goes and if i see like you say like if you know if i see value in something especially coaches i'm like yeah, go fucking spend money. Because mm. that's, and I know you're the same, that's how you get 
to where you are, you know, even my coaching experience, just because I went, the coaches went, can I pay you money to learn what, what you're doing? They're like, yeah, yeah, that's it. People go, oh, what's the secret sauce to be a good coach? I'm like, go pay a better coach. And they're 100%. like, 100%. Oh, okay. And I had looked for ages even just for, like, to work with another female coach who, as an online coach for me, yeah, just to yeah. learn from, like, just yeah. to go out and I'll always invest money into things. I went to therapy last week, found like a new therapist, paid her £90 for an hour because I was like, I want to just be better. Like I'm always, like I can bring that to my job. Like, yeah, absolutely. Any way that I can be better, I will. And if that requires me investing money, well then it's going to ultimately end up in the growth of me and the growth of the business. Yeah. And I think when you look at it from a growth mindset instead of scarcity, no, I don't have that. I can't invest that. Well, then, yeah, because it's different. It's always people I hear that from, though, that at the same time will go out and drink 90 quid. Yeah. And I'm like, you said you didn't have 90 quid. And they're like, I know, but like, I'm like, you're a fucking. I know. I'm like, I'm, I'll not go down that rabbit hole. 100%. Because I'm like, you're a fucking arsehole. Like, you're just not in the. Again, that's just someone who is not aware enough to. Yeah, there's just no self awareness. To invest there. in the things that are good. Yeah, absolutely. Um, a mentor for me, I feel like, is something that I will always have. Um, yeah. I'll definitely work with different people to get different experiences, but I will always have a mentor of some capacity because you'll always learn something. Absolutely, And to yeah. think that you won't learn something is stupid. Like in every conversation you go into, there's always something. Yeah, you can if you learn. go in with like, oh, how can I, what can I learn from this person? Yeah. I think the conversation becomes more interesting. Yeah. Instead of just coming in and going, oh, I'm just going to talk shit for talking shit here. Mm. I've actually got the point now where I'm like, see if somebody's just bending the ear of me talking shit. I'm like, I get up and walk away. Yeah. I'm like, I can't listen to you. You're too. And I know that sounds a bit arrogant, no, but I'm like, but what the fuck is the point in that conversation? There's, there was like a female health workshop thing that I was going to go to recently um, or went to recently and had thought to myself before like I had seen the layout of what was being chatted about and I was like I know all this like there's not really much point in me going there and I was like then the more I thought about it I had thought even if I learn one thing here that's one thing I didn't know before yeah to like, win. this is worth it yeah I think just looking at things from a different perspective that you can always learn something is is a really positive thing but i do think a lot of people think they know everything yeah i know i don't need help because i know how to do it do you yeah <laughs> it's interesting it's an interesting outlook on that yeah well it's a good one because i mean it makes it a no-brainer if you invest in things mm. and i remember bj saying about that because if there's one person that has went through the most mental courses in the world I know PJ it is Paddy Joe he it? just goes to shit for going to shit and I applaud him for it because I'm like mate you've... it's like I've nothing on this weekend Need to get literally he went to it. some course over in fucking England somewhere and it was like meant to be some fucking massage I don't know but they just ended up putting stones on people's back and just oh, and PJ was just stop. like standing there the whole time and he was like I was happy I got two dinners out of it oh and my I, god I remember speaking to him and he was like what did, what did you actually learn from that and he goes how not to run a course and I was like 
Still learn something. You took a positive out of a negative there. So I was like, if there's one thing. Always learn something. Because he says that, he was like, there's even even the bad courses are good. And I was like, fuck, that's an interesting way to look at that. It's a cool perspective. He was like, it's never a waste of money. And I remember Lenny saying that too. Because he always talks about that shit kettlebell course he went to. And he was like, if I didn't go to that shit kettlebell course, I wouldn't have been so annoyed and that I wouldn't have started an academy. And I was like, (laughs) well, there we go. There you go. (laughs) It's a good good perspective. Leads you where you're supposed to be. So, Christina, before we finish up, I have one question. I always hate these big questions at the end. And it's it's not something I've asked anyone before, but it's just interesting because we keep going back and forward to the old you and the new you and, you know, sort of how you've transitioned in your journey. So if there was if there's one thing that you go back and tell, you know, 21, 20-year-old Christina, what would it be? Um, This is not going to be anything to do with fitness I would say you're going to be okay that's what I would say because I think 20 year old me was so unhappy and unsure of who I was and what I was going to do and I was so incredibly lost that I really never thought I was going to be okay so I would probably go back and be like it's all going to be okay and you're going to smash it and you've got this Awesome. It's a very emotional one. <laughs> awesome. Really cool. Really cool. Thanks. Thank you so much. Thanks for having me. It's been me. awesome. Thank you. It's really good chat. I'm not even going to attempt to do the whole fucking email thing, Darren. Can you just can you just display that there for the <laughs> lovely people? And then if anyone wants to get in contact with you, Christina, after this, where can they find you? Um, Empowered Belfast. Mostly on Instagram. Instagram? Yeah, it's on Facebook as well. Darren will display somewhere here. Here. He'd still want him to get it attached to my hand and like move it. But he just (laughs) won't do it because he's like, nah, you're an arsehole. (laughs) I think we'll leave it there. Awesome. Thank Thank you.